Parshas Pikudei Revi'i, chapter 39, verse 33, Perek Lamed Tes, Posik Lamed Gimel. Vayoviyu es ha-mishkon el Moshe. So they brought the Mishkon to Moshe. What is this meaning of the word Mishkon? Now Rashi translated earlier in Pedek Lamed Hey, in Posig Yud Aleph, Rashi teaches when the Posig says over there, as ha-mishkon, as aloi, and then as mechseihu, so Rashi teaches as ha-mishkon, that's Yiriyas ha-tachtoinis, ha-niris b'toichoi kruyin mishkon, they're called mishkon. As aloi, hu oil Yiriyas izim hasu legag. Aloi, that's the tent of the Yiriyas izim, that which is made for the roof. Uh, and that is actually from the lotion of the Pasik when the Pasik first introduces the uh, coverings it calls the Yiris Achtenes Mishkon and the other one he calls Oyel so over here when the Pasik says Vayavu as HaMishkon this Mishkon is referring to seemingly because as we'll see in the next Pasik it talks specifically about the other coverings so this Mishkon is a reference to the uh, lower cover, the first cover of the Tcheles HaGomot Lashoni Vishesh that was the one that was seen inside, that's called the Mishkon so they brought the Mishkon El Moshe and then when it says Es Ha'oyel as oil, the second thing in the Pasik, that is talking about the cover that went on top of the Mishkan cover, as Rashi said, uh, quoted from before, that refers to the one that was made from the Izim, from the goats, the second one. And then uh, Rashi also says, the Pasik says, Ves Kol Kalov, and all of uh, its vessels, uh, his vessels. Now, his vessels refers to the vessels of the Mishkan. In this case, we call the Mishkan not the general structure of the Mishkan, but we call it the coverings. And the reason we did that is because in Pasuk Lamadala, he's going to talk only about the Mikhsei Eirusayil, and that was the cover that went on top. Uh, so, but still, Kalev and his vessels of the Mishkan uh, can also be the Kalev of the covering of the Barakor because that's the general covering over the Mishkan. I believe that that is the Pshat. Then it talks about Krosov. Now, what is Krosov? Krosov are the clamps. Uh, the clamps, as we know, these panels, both of them, the oil and the Mishkan, the bottom one and the one that went on top of the bottom, the covers, they were clamped together by these claps. Uh, the bottom one had five ba- panels, each of these panels was 28 by 5 amas sewn together and that formed one group and then we had another group of five uh, five panels which each one, each panel was 5 by 28 and then they sewed them together. Then they took these two panels and they pulled them together and each they had the lulois that the loops and then they put the claps through the loops. So that's why the Pasik talks now about the Kroso. So apparently they brought it they brought it to Moshe separated without the being clapped together. They brought the two groups of uh, 
paddles. Then the that was the lower paddles. Then they had the upper ones that were made out of the noitzashel izim of the uh, here of the izim. That was made. That had uh, those were five amas by thirty, two amas longer, and one group had an extra panel because it was six panels and five panels, six panels of five by thirty, and on the other side it was five panels of five amas by thirty ama, and then they had to put them together, and those were the krosim, those were the um, uh, claps that they used. Now, as we read earlier, that the Kerosim for the bottom one, for the Mishkan covering, for the Tchelah Zovar Gomem Talash, Shoni Vishesh, Majzar, for those, they used golden Kerosim, golden claps. And for the claps uh, uh, that they used to connect the uh, goat coverings, they used Karsin Choshes, they used uh, copper claps, as in Posik Yudalov in Perichovov. Uh, when the Pasik earlier did mention things they made use the Nechoshes for in the accounting in Rishon, <coughs> there they don't mention the claps. Um, also, they just mentioned the the Yizdois Hamishka, the Yizdois Achotzer. <coughs> it's also interesting that the uh, that were made of Nechoshes <coughs> that the Yizdois are always mentioned in conjunction. Uh, with the chotzer, in other words, when they talk about the actual coverings, uh, and they use the yisaidis over there too to hold down the uh, coverings of the mishkan, it's not written by uh, where they where it talks about the coverings. It talks about the kloim that they tied down with the Yisaitis, and then the Pasuk would always, will also mention several times that there was also Yisaitis elsewhere, I just want to make a note of that, uh, but in any event, uh, these were the Krosim that they brought to Moshe, and also they brought the Kroshov the, his Kroshim, again the Kroshim of the Mishka just like uh, as called Caleb uh, now this seems to be, uh, uh, I don't know, Caleb, because the Pasuk is going to enumerate later on the Shulchan, the Mnoira, the Mizbech Hazor, Mizbech Hanachoshes, and I don't know what it leaves out. Maybe it leaves out the Kir over there, doesn't mention over there, and uh, it's, not the, it's not a Kaili by itself. But what does he mean when it says they brought to Moshe? What specifically does it mean here? When it says there's called there's called Kalov and all of its vessels that he doesn't mention because he specifically talks about the oil and then there's called Kalov. Then it talks about the clamps Kroshov, but I don't know exactly what the Kalov is including over here. Then it talks about Kroshov, those are the uh, beams. Then he has the Brichovs, those are the bars that went through uh, inside, and then it talks about Va'amudov and its pillars. Those pillars were used for um, to separate, for to hang the parochas in between the Kodesh Kodesh Kadoshim, also for the Mosach of the Pesach of the entrance on the Mizrach side of the uh, Mishkan. They had a, the Pesach the, of uh, 20 Amis. Uh, that stood in front of the two sides with 15 amas on the side. This was a 20 amas Pesach 
uh, it had the five Amudim that were standing over there. And the Amudim for the Chotz are going to be counted separately later on in the Pasik. And then also Vatonov and its sockets. And we already know that all the Adonim of the Kroshim and for the Amudim that were uh, inside uh, between uh, by the Paroiches, underneath the Amudim of the Paroiches, were made out of uh, Kesef. Because as Rashi said, made the Cheshm at the beginning of Parshas Pekude, there were 48 uh, Kroshim, uh, for the walls for the uh, Mishkan, uh, 20 on each side and 8 in the back, which is 48. Uh, each one needed two Adonim, as the Pesach said, that makes it 48 times 2 is 96, plus the four Adonim underneath the uh, Mudim that were the Parachas was hung on to separate between the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kodashim. That's an additional four that makes it 100. That was the 100 Kikar Kesef that went for the Adonim. And then the other four Adonim of the uh, the five Adonim under the Amudim that were on the outside for the door, they were not made of Kesef, they were made of Nechesha so this is the Adonim so Rashi explains why did they all of a sudden bring the Mishkan to Moshe so bringing the Mishkan to Moshe over here, as we touched it, it means the, the, the coverings, but they brought the entire Mishkan to Moshe. For they were not able to uh, raise it up. Uh, before you can put the cover on the Mishkan, you have to raise it up first. You have to pick up the pillars. Uh, now, the, the, the crushing. Apparently, uh, they built it in a way that it was lying down, and they put the brichim, as we learned before, the brichim were all on the back side, not on the inside of the uh, mishkan, but they were on the outside, and they fastened it all together, so they had a wall that was put together with the brichim, uh, the brichim uh, with the brichatichim was on the whole wall, so they had a wall which was uh, thirty amas, uh, uh, thirty amas long by ten amas high. That's a huge wall, and they couldn't raise it. Now it turns out at the end that Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't raise it either. But Rashi explains, so why did he bring it to Moshe? Since Moshe did not do any work in the Mishkan. Now, didn't do any work in the Mishkan. I mean, the Torah keeps on saying, Vayas, the Shem said Moshe to do, Moshe to do. And he keeps on saying, Vayas, and he did. I mean, most of it goes on Betzalel, uh, because all the Vayas goes actually on Betzalel over there, the, the, because he he gave us, Ebsha told him to make it, but he was telling Betzalel, so Moshe did not do any Melocha in the Mishkan. Now, Rashi, is, does Rashi mean that Moshe did not do the uh, physical, like the Chachme Leiv that were doing Melocha, he didn't do any physical Melocha, or he didn't do 
any gifts. We allow Yasoid Malacha. The Malacha means not the physical work, but the contributions. Uh, why should we say that Moshe did not uh, contribute himself to the Mishkan? And why didn't Moshe contribute to the Mishkan? We find earlier that the Nisim, uh, for not contributing uh, in the Mishkan until the end, and then they were left with the Abne, the uh, precious stone, the Abne Shem, the Abne Miluyim. But over there we see that the Torah takes out a letter of their name, Nisim, we learned earlier, was without a Yud because they were Nisrashlu. Uh, doesn't seem, over here it seems uh, that it wasn't something that was Moshe Rabbeinu's fault. Why did Moshe not do any work in the Mishkan? It seems almost he didn't do any Mishkan because maybe he wasn't from the Kalchachme Leiv that needed the special skills to build the Mishkan to do all the work. Uh, also, we find in Rashi earlier uh, with regards to the Menorah. So Rashi in Posik Lamed Aleph in Ches, um uh, Rashi uh, brings down over there to Osa Menorah. Now we don't find here in the Pasik that it was thrown into the fire and that it was made. Uh, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu would have uh, been doing that. Uh, that would not uh, qualify also as a doing of Moshe because at the end of the day, he would not. Uh, he ha- he did not end up doing it. Uh, so still, that wouldn't be his act So that wouldn't help us. But outside of the fact that in the pasuk over here in Pekude, and it says in pasuk Yuzayin and Pediklamet Zayin, Vayases Amenoyed goes on Vayas Betzalos Or. And later on, it says Vayases Amenoyed that Betzalos made the Menoyed. Zov Torah. It doesn't say anywhere that Moshe Rabbeinu made it, that Moshe Rabbeinu uh, threw it into the fire or anything of that sort. Um, uh, maybe uh, this is also the the reason. I don't know. In my Rashi, it says Tamchuma. I'm not sure if it's in the print or it's just the uh, the reference they added later on. But I was thinking maybe that's not the Pshutim Mikra, even though Rashi teaches the word Teyose, it should be done. Instead of mikshatas uh, hamenora, maybe when the pasuk says over here uh, that vayases hamenora, he did whatever he could, and he still didn't do it. And uh, over there it says Moshe, Moshe was miskasha. Uh, so no, it's not so clear. But in any event, Rashi says that he didn't do any malacha in the Mishkan. I think malacha means the actual, uh, any participation with creation of the uh, different vessels. So, so Hashem left for him standing up of the Mishkan. And Rashi explains, For no person can raise it up, because of the weight of the uh, Karoshim. 
the beams, the the the, the, the planks, <coughs> they weighed too uh, too heavy for a person. <speaking in Hebrew> a person has no power to stand them up. <speaking in Hebrew> and Moshe stood it up. It says, Moshe, Moshe stood it up." So Rashi explains, we're saying in has to be in a situation that even many people together were not able to uh, stand it up. Here they bring it to Moshe, Moshe stands it up. So Rashi adds, How is it possible to stand it up through a human being, through a person? You do occupy yourself with your hand. It appears like you're standing up. But it stood up and it's, uh, it was raised and it stood up by itself. This is what it says later on in Shmois Mem Yudzayim. That the Mishkan stood up. It doesn't say Heikim Ham Mishkan. Says Hukuma Mishkan, which means Hukuma Elov. He was stood up by himself. This is also from Rashi brings down from the Medrash Rabbi Tanchuma, from the Medrash Rabbi Tanchuma. Maybe that's why Rashi adds here the Medrash Rabbi Tanchuma to tell us that this is only a Medrash. Bechlau, um, uh, we have already learned before that. With regards to the Shemen Zayis, uh, we learned uh, the Pasik says, V'yikhu Eilecha, that they were supposed to bring this to Moshe Rabbeinu, the Shemen Zayis Zoch. Uh, the uh, gifts of the Mishkan also they brought to Moshe, and then from Moshe they took it. Uh, here was the ready made Mishkan, so this is the Chiddush of Yaviyu Asam Mishkan, that they brought everything to, uh, to Moshe Rabbeinu. Rashi explains because of the difficulty that they had. Let's continue. And the cover of the skin of the rams that was dyed red, and the cover of the skin of the techoshim uh, of that special animal Rashi brings down. Uh, which was uh, takes pride in its colors. Rashi says, um, and the paroichas, the hanging covering that the mosach that covered over uh, the orin uh, that was in the kodesh hakodoshim. Now Rashi in pasuk Yudalad and Perik Chavov brought down the two opinions. Of uh, uh, Rabbi uh, Yosi, Rabbi Nechemia, who says that there were two separate covers, and the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda says that there was one cover, a part was uh, the Elimedomim, half, half was Eris Elimedom, half Eris Choshim, but there's really only one cover. Uh, in all the psukim before uh, mentioned, it says uh, the oil is being the one from the izim, as we say, this called the oil covering. Uh, it was it says So the word u already seems like and, like it's a different cover. It's 
Ladies, umichse and the covering. Uh, if it was one cover but half and half, it seems like we should have said michse la'ayil iris elim adamim utchashim. Here it says la'ayil adamim umichse utchashim milmaila seems on the top. Also, uh, same thing in periklam vopasigutes. But the um, our pasuk over here says two times ve'es ve'es mirsei oiris ha'elim ha'madamim ve'es mirsei oiris ha'tachoshim. So that comes out. There's again the word ve'ferish, not only u mirsei but ve'es mirsei. So it's again there's more emphasis. But Rashi brought down both opinions. There it doesn't say so clearly which one Rashi chooses. Rashi in Periklamed uh, Hey Posikit Base touched the words Paroiches Hamosoch. He says Paroiches is Hamechitza. That's the partition. And Kol Dover Hamegin. Anything that protects Beimilmail uh, Beimikineged from the top or from the uh, opposite. It Korui Mosoch Usachach is called. So Paroiches Hamosoch. The Paroiches that cover that protected the inside and that was over the inside where the orange was that's the meaning of so again we're going in the order of the top of the Mishkan and then the uh, structure of the Mishkan now we're going to the Kalim of the Mishkan uh now, like I mentioned earlier, in Pasuk Lamed Gimel, it says it is called Kalim, but here the Torah enumerates the Kalim as Aren Ha'edus, the Aren Ha'edus, ve'ez Badov, and its uh, poles, ve'ez HaKapoidus, and the covering the Kapoidus. Pasuk Lamed Vav, as HaShulchan, the table, as Kol Kalov, and all the vessels that came along with the the kalim that to to make the lechem upon him to bake your dorten and the kisoisom nakiyosom the different stands the way they were standing as the pasuk enumerated veis lechem upon him and the showbread so they actually brought him also the bread before uh, Moshe pasuk lamedalit as hamenoira hatohira the pure menoira. Now the tohira is usually the reference to the gold. It was made of zohov tohir. It's interesting with regards to the kalim and the different things. Sometimes the Torah uses the language zohov tohir. Sometimes the Torah just uses the lotion of zohov. It doesn't say zohov tohir. Uh, don't know if that makes a difference. Uh, to double check in all the cases, but. But with regards to the Menorah in the Parshish Truma, every time it says Zohov, it says Zohov Toir. Kikar Zohov Toir, Umalkachel Machtasel Zohov Toir, Kaftarim Knoisom Zohov Toir, Vasisa Menorah Zohov Toir. So everything about the Menorah was Zohov Toir. Like by, for example, by the Shulchan beforehand, even even by the Orin, for example, by the uh, by the Aaron, it starts off that uh, the Aaron should be uh, Zohav Tahir. I mean, the Tzipiso is Zohav Tahir. But then the Arba Taboas, the passage says Zohav. Uh, by the Badim, it says Tzipiso is Zohav. The Kapoiris says Zohav Tahir. 
but the Kruvim, it says just Zohav, it doesn't say Zohav Tohar. Although it's understood, the Kruvim came from the Kapiris itself, so if the Kapiris was Zohav Tohar, then it had to be Zohav Tohar also. I mean, the reason why I'm saying this is uh, because uh, why is the Menorah referred to, the Menorah HaTohara, uh, because of because of the Zohav, so why uh, why only the Menorah? Why nothing else? And I'm just trying to see that by the Menorah, it's consistently used Zohav. With the other, by the Shulchan, it's not all Zohav. By the Arun, it's not all Zohav. And maybe, or the Torah doesn't always refer to the Torah. So there's something about the Torah connected to the Menorah. Actually, also before in Shmois Perek Lamadalev Posik Ches, when they says uh, when. And the pasuk says, "Reikorosu b'shem itzal benur b'chul mata Yehuda v'adav shem leimer leimer v'adav shem meshaleimer." It also says, "V'shashulcha v'skelo v'sham menoira hatohira." So just by the menoira, he says the menoira hatohira. And the same thing we find by the construction of the menoira in Perik Lamed Zayin that with regards to the shulchan, sometimes it says zov tohir, sometimes it just says zov. But with regards to the Menorah, beginning in Pasuk Yud Zayin, it's always Vayases HaMenorah Zohav Tohir. Then when it talks about the Kula Mikshach HaZohav Tohir in Pasuk Hav Beidir, and Pasuk Hav Gimel, Vayases Nerisah, Shiva Zohav Tohir, Kikar Zohav Tohir, always Zohav Tohir over there. So, that's why we call it the Menorah HaTohir. Again, we have to also Look at what means not Zov Torah. Then the Pasuk says they brought to Moshe also as Neri the lamps of the Menorah. Those are Neris Hamarocha. These are lamps that were to be set uh, and prepared uh, in, uh, in its order uh, to have it lit. That's called Kileho, and all of the vessels of the Menorah. We learned before that the Menorah have um, the Malkocheo, Machtiseho, those uh, uh, used to pull the uh, wicks out with them, and the Machtiseho, in which they would uh, clean it out from the, uh, from the ashes. Um, now, Rashi brought down before that the reason why they brought it all to Moshe Rabbeinu is because they had a hard time setting it up uh, when it says uh, we can understand they couldn't put the uh, they couldn't put up the uh, structure so they couldn't put the covering so they need to bring the covering and the structure to Moshe I guess Moshe put it up there and that became the spot where the Mishkan stood where, when they brought it to Moshe. I mean, another thing is, would be to call Moshe uh, to come to them. I mean, this is quite a job to schlep all the crushing. They can't stand it up. So how were they going to uh, drag it? Well, standing up was the only problem, but schlepping it and bringing it to Moshe, I mean, that's besides it needs to be you know, clarified also. But uh, whatever the case is, that only tells us about the Mishkan. But why did they have to bring, and the coverings maybe, but why did they have to bring all the uh, other items? But it seems like uh, once the Mishkan was brought over there, 
So they brought everything to Moshe Rabbeinu because everything has to go into the Mishkan. So Moshe, is, Moshe technically is going to set it up over there and then they're going to bring in the stuff over there. But it would seem like it would make more sense for them to call Moshe Rabbeinu wherever they had the the stuff and whatever that the krashim that they needed to raise uh, instead of bringing it to Moshe. Um, also, uh, and then they wouldn't have to move everything over there. And again, I don't know where the plan was. Where was the plan to set it up in the first place? It seems like they had a plan to set up in one place, and then they changed the plan because they brought it to Moshe Rabbeinu. And then it was set up over there. Could we possibly say that by a view as a Mishkan doesn't mean literally uh, that they brought the Mishkan, but uh, they brought the Mishkan means they brought the problem of the Mishkan to Moshe for Moshe Rabbeinu to raise it. Uh, and then what does the Pasuk mean? They brought the ace, uh, just they brought all the stuff over there together. Uh, why would they have to bring all this stuff together? The Pasuk is once again just goes through all the details or some of the details of before. Let's be looked into further in the Mepharshim. Then Pasuk Lamed Vav, a brother Sashulchan. No, we did already that. We're up to Pasuk Lamed Ches. So now we're talking about the uh, items that were in the Heichal outside of the parochis, so we had the shulchan, we had the menorah, and then we had the mizbach hazov, and the uh, golden altar, because it was mitzupe zohov, that was the one that was uh, inside, the mizbach haktoiris, as we learned before, and as Rashi set up the order earlier, mentioned earlier, we'll have it later on in the Pasuk 2, that the... Um, the way it was set up is that the that the shulchan Rashi this is the Perik Hey that the shulchan was on the north side. It was two and a half amas from the north side of the wall, and the menorah was on the su- south side of the wall, and that was two and a half amas from there. And the mizbech hazov was in between the the space that is between the. Menorah and the Shulchan, but it was towards the Mizrach, meaning towards the front, and they were all placed from the half of Mishkan and inside, meaning uh, the half closest to the Parochas within the ten Amas. So the ten Amas by ten square was the Kodesh Hakadoshim, and the next square of ten by ten was the area where the Shulchan and the Menorah, the Shulchan itself, and the Menorah and the Dorum, and the Mizbeach pulled out of it, but uh, as we'll see as he placed them later on. But the order is, as you're going from uh, the, uh, uh, starting from the Warren Kodesh, from the Mairev to the Mizrach, the Mizbeach Azov comes the last. So that's why first the Shulchan, which was on the north, and then you had the Menorah on the south, and then you had the Mizbah Hazov, which comes further in the order as we're walking out of the uh, Heichel. And then, finally, Vesmosach Pesach Oil, and then the cover for the entrance of the oil, which was standing on the five pillars, as we learned before, with copper sockets, Adonim, 
and that was the entrance of the oil. Pasuk Lametes. Then we're going to the outside already. Now we're in the chotzer. So it's mizbech hanechoshes. You have the copper mizbech because that was covered, overlaid with copper. The inside one was overlaid with gold. This was overlaid with copper. And also the copper grating that he had. And it looks like the mirbar hanechoshes had a lot of cheshivas because the pasuk enumerates it individually here. And also um, earlier, uh, when the by the pikudim, when we counted, it says specifically the mizbach hanachoshes and the mirbar hanachoshes and 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 the rest of the kalim. I just use kalim, but here the mirbar, the great that that copper grating was a dover choshev to mention it all the time. Asher loy, and then we had Ezbadov, its uh, poles. And also the Eskol Kalov and all the vessels, the vessels uh, that was used for the Mizbeach Ha'il or the Mizbeach Ha'choshes. Basically, the Pasuk earlier talked about the uh, Sirois and the Yoim and the Mizrokis and the Mizlogis and the Machtois. And these were used to remove the Ashes, this series uh, to clean the ashes, and the <coughs> yov was uh, used. Um, that's where you put the series of is where you would put the ashes, uh, the yov, or kind of shovels, and you put them into the dashen. And misleguisov are those, the blood would be collected in them, and the misleguisov is the forks that they would uh, you know, turn over the meat, and the machtoisov is the uh, Things that they would carry the fire from this uh, to the mizbeach, and so these were all the vessels that they used for the kalim of the mizbechane choishes. And then as hakiyoy, the eskanei, the basin, the washstand, and the base of the washstand, the kanei to them. Uh, and these were all standing already in the chotzer, uh, the um, uh, the kier together with the Mizbeach. And then from there we go to Pasuk Mem as Kale HaChotzer, the hangings of the courtyard, as Amudeho, its uh, pillars, Ves Adonel, and its sockets. Those were the uh, copper sockets and the Amudim that they hung the Kale HaChotzer. You had 20 Amudim on each of the sides, and you had 10 Amudim in the Meirev side. And then you had the three Amudim sticking out, the Ksefis on the both sides. And then you had uh, the, um, the four Amudim on the front for the Mosach Pesach of the Chotzer. Um, so that's a no. Then was a Mosach Lashara Chotzer, the cover for the uh, gate of the Chotzer. Then we have Esmei Sorov, its ropes, we say Doiseho, and its uh, pegs. Now that those pegs actually, again, they're mentioned over here together with the Chotzer, but uh, the Psukim earlier have said already uh, that they were, you say this also for the Mishkan, uh, the Mesorim were also for the Mishkan, which would hold down also the curtains of the Mishkan, not only the Kaleh Chotzer, 
uh, I think I pointed out earlier, but they're always mentioned together with the chutzer, not by when we talk about the uh, coverings of the uh, Mishkan itself. Uh, then it says, "Ves kol klei avodas hamishkan," and all the vessels for the service of the Mishkan, uh, which was loyal mayid, which was for a tent of meeting. Now, what is this kol klei avodas hamishkan? So Rashi in Perich of Zayim Pasuk Yutes, uh, Rashi right in the end of the parshas of Truma. So Rashi, the Pesach says, the l'choyl k'lei ha-mishkon, Rashi says, sh'oyu tzrichim la-kamosu l'redosu, they require tools to raise it and to bring it down. Those are mallets to bang the pegs in, and the and uh, amudim, to, to bang the pegs and the amudim. And they were also from the Chesha, so the Pesach over here is referencing to them. They brought also the k'lei ha-vedis ha-mishkon, Now, was Moshe Rabbeinu uh, supposed to uh, bring in those pegs? Uh, it's all bringing it to Moshe Rabbeinu. Everything was brought here again to Moshe Rabbeinu, Pasuk says. Pasuk Mem Aleph, as big day has Surod, the garment of Surod, those are the meshwork garments, the Shoris Bakoidish for service of the holy. As the Pesukim before Rashi pointed out already that the big day asrod are the uh, those bags that they carried the Kalim when they were traveling they used to place them in there uh, they were actually not made with they were just made Zov Tchelas Argomus Lashoni they didn't have the Sheish in them uh, whereas the garment they were made with the Sheish but that's big the hasrod l'shoris ba'koidish. That would serve the koidish by placing them in there. Then you had as big the ha'koidish, the actually garments. That was the garment of la'arin ha'koyin. That was for arin ha'koyin. That's big the bonov, and also the garments of his son l'chayin, so they can be serving as kahanim. Now the pasuk says again in pasuk mebeis ki choyla shevtiva Hashem es Moshe. As all as Hashem has instructed Moshe in Osu Bnei Yisrael, it's called Havida. So, so the Bnei Yisrael did all the work. In Pasuk Lamed Beis, at the end of the previous parsha, the Pasuk already said, "Vatechel Kol Havidas Mishkan Oil Moed Viasu Bnei Yisrael Kichoyla Shetziva Hashem as Moshe Kain also that they've done as Moshe Rabbeinu instructed." Now here it says again, "Kichoyla Shetziva Hashem as Moshe Kain also Bnei Yisrael is called Havida." Uh, this is just they're bringing everything in front of Moshe and they s- and the Pasuk repeats it again that they've done everything right so uh, instead of just saying Pasuk from Gimel what does the next Pasuk say? Bayar Moshe as kol ha so Moshe saw all the work Vina osu oisa and behold they have done it kasher tziva Hashem as God has instructed Cain also, so they've done. By Baruch Moshe, so Moshe blessed them. So here again, uh, Moshe sees that the work was done properly. So it almost seems that even though the part of the Mishkan was brought to Moshe so he can stand it up, 
but it also seemed like Moshe needed to go through the inspection of Moshe. First, the Pasik, the previous parish talks about how they constructed everything, and the Pasik lets us know that they did everything properly. Over here, the Pasik is, almost, is sort of telling us that this that they did everything properly so that Moshe can see they did everything properly. So Moshe blessed them, so they brought it to Moshe for Moshe to see how they did everything properly. I don't know, but... What is my Moshe? So what did Moshe Rabbeinu bless them? Amar Lahem, he said to them, Yi Ratzin, maybe the will, will of Hashem, Shetishra Shechina, the Maisi Yidechem, that the Ba'i should rest in the act of your hands. This is something which they worked very hard to create uh, for making a Mishkan Vosul in Mikdash Shechanti Besoichem. So there has to be v'shachanti. So he says, "In my seidechem, what you worked, shetish l'shchina." Those was seemingly mostly for the kelim because it seemed like Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that erected the mishka. So that was my seyodov. He's saying the my seidechem. This is the kelim that they have brought, or also the sections of the mishka that he had to stand up. Uh, but it would definitely be also. Uh, part of his doing. In Tehillim Tzadik Posekut Zayin, it actually says, Rashi quotes, V'hinoya Mashem Alekeinu Oleinu Umase Yodeinu And the act of our hands V'goymer Masi Yodeinu Koineneu So that is, should be, the Hashem Alekeinu sweetness should be on us and the act of our hands. So actually we hear the Pasuk says, Ma'asi Yodeinu. Rashi sort of emphasized Ma'asi Yodeichem. So Ma'asi Yodeinu would be also the act that Moshe Rabbeinu participated. Although Moshe Rabbeinu's participation, I mean, I had a question before the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu, Rashi quoted that he threw in the kikar into the uh, fire. Moshe Rabbeinu did that and it was done by itself, but if that's not considered Maise Moshe, so then the uh, raising of the Mishkan itself is also not Maise Moshe because it was done automatically, as Rashi says, it only appeared like he's doing it, but he didn't do it. But here there's some but in the Pasuk it says, in hand of our actions. Rashi says, these are one of the 11. Songs Shabbitfilamoisha, which is in the prayer of Moshe. It's interesting that Rashi in Tilim also says uh, that the Spal Shetisha Shina Bemaisa Yidehem. But this this fits in their act of their hand, this fits with Loshan Aposik, because the Posik is Vaivorech Oisom Moshe. So it's Maisa Yidehem. But he includes himself in Masi Yedeinu, but it's by, or else it's the Oisom is Masi Yedeichem, not by Vorech, as you know, also himself. It's Oisom, that's why it was particularly with them. Now, what Rashi means when he says here that these were the 11 Mizmorim that Tfilah Lemoisha is that that starts with Perik Tzadik and it goes until Perik. Uh, Perikuf Aleph begins already with Ladovid Mizmer. Uh, so that means that Tfilah Lemoisha begins 
with capital tzaddik, um, and it goes on from capital tzaddik through kuf. And by Kufalov it starts already. So that's 11 chapters. And they were all part of the Tefillah Lomoshim. Why is this important now to know? The Pasuk V'yinoyam is actually in Perik Tzadik, in the first Tefillah Lomoshim. What is Rashi coming to teach us over here by telling us that this is one of the 11 Mizvoidim that is in Moshe Rabbeinu's prayer? Uh, and this is that. That's something that has to be uh, looked into further.